0: welcome to Hear the Word. I'm Dr. Jerry Creed, and I'm going to walk you through a guided meditation and also read the Sunday readings to you. This is the fourth Sunday of Advent, and this is episode 57. And after you're done here, you're invited to go listen to Be With the Word, which is uh, my sister podcast. And there I'm going to be Uh, looking at these same readings and kind of studying them and having a discussion about them from a psychological perspective and the topic is fatherhood and here I'm also going to um, do a guided meditation with you about approaching God the Father I know that a lot of people have trouble with that usually it has to do with the fact that if you had a missing or a uh, angry or a disinterested father, you might therefore think of God the father that way, right? And so we know that in our heads, we may have been told things like, well, God is good and he's a good father and all the nice things about God. And we know that, but deep down in our hearts, he's scary, or he's angry, or he doesn't really love me, uh, judges me harshly, and and is not merciful and loving, right? And so, of course then, it would be very difficult to really go to God the Father if, you know, we see him that way, all right? So, I'm going to start with a little guided meditation. Actually, I'll do this a little differently. People, if you don't like it, and you like my old way of doing it, let me know. <laughs> if everybody doesn't like it, I'll change back. But I'm gonna leave with a little meditation to start, and then I'll lead into the readings, and then we'll have a closing out part. All right. I hope you're, you, if you're driving or doing something, I think you'll still get a lot out of this. But I do think the optimum way is to be able to sit down. So I'm going to invite you, if you're sitting, hey, you can be lying down too, it's okay. But I think the optimum thing there too is sitting, but comfortably. Good posture, but not rigid, comfortable, if you're able to. And we're going to start with um, our breathing. Taking a full breath and noticing that it's coming really from deep down inside of our, our, our stomachs right from our diaphragm and as we breathe our whole body you know our chest enlarges our and we're going to push our shoulders back a little bit and the way I do it is I breathe in and say Lord Jesus Christ and then I take a nice big breath have mercy on me so I invite you to do that few times, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Having our feet on the ground is helpful, but relaxed. If I notice any tightness, I relax my muscles. All right, I'm gonna start this meditation. I'm gonna invite you to imagine yourself with Jesus. That might be even hard for some. So if it's not Jesus, you can pick someone else. It could be our lady, it could be another saint. Hey, for that matter, it could be um, a, a loved one who who's passed away. But but I'm going to start with Jesus, and I'm just going to ask that you see His gentleness and kindness. And however, you exactly see Jesus, you know, just sort of like to notice perhaps what he's wearing, perhaps notice his facial expression. Maybe you're standing with him at the beach, that's where I usually go, <laughs> I'm walking along the beach with Jesus, but it doesn't have to be there. It's wherever you want. And noticing Jesus, and I'm gonna ask you to ask him this question. Jesus, I'm afraid, but I'd like to see the Father. Would you show me God the Father? But will you do it in a way that is gentle and only give me as much as I can handle today? I invite you to just take your time with that question. And maybe, maybe something needs to be said. Maybe it needs to come from the heart. And I'm going to invite you to join me in raising these concerns to Jesus. And if they're not yours, you can just, you know, just ignore them. And maybe you'll have a few I don't mention. Jesus, I'm afraid that I'm not good enough. Jesus, I'm afraid because I don't know that I've achieved enough success at my work. Jesus, I don't know if my relationships are healthy. Jesus, I don't know if I should be more successful. Jesus, I often just feel a lot of shame. And even though You've told me that God the Father is loving. I'm scared that he will reject me. And maybe even with anger. And so, I'm going to suggest that now Jesus isn't necessarily going to say much. (laughs) I'm definitely not going to put words in his mouth, except maybe ones that he says in the scriptures. But maybe just let him sit with that. Maybe if he does, he indicates that he understands. That he gets it. That he hears you. not agreeing he's just agreeing that that's clearly that is how we feel and that he understands that feeling and so if if it if it seems right to you invite you to just be held in Jesus's arms. That again, without words, indicating that he understands all those fears and all that shame. Let's take a deep breath. Full breath, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy. And if it feels right, Jesus is holding you and you feel that love and comfort. Maybe Jesus, because he's, he's Jesus, (laughs) no matter how big we are now, can just lift us up, lift us up. And let him carry We know he wants what's good for us, and he know, and we know that he says he is the way to the Father. He is the way, and now we're just gonna allow him to show us something of the Father. I know that for me, it's very simple. It's just being placed in his lap. And he's so infinite, but somehow we have a lap. <laughs> and Jesus is just gonna nestle me there. And I might—I don't see the Father's face And he seems sort of big, but he is soft and gentle and the light just is warm and comforting. And I feel like he just holds me in his lap, that he delights in me. He knows every mistake (laughs) He knows all of my failures and all of my doubts and all of my self-doubts and all of my struggles. But he's so grateful that I came. He's so grateful to see me. And he's so happy to hold me and he wants me to know that I am his child he is my father and he wants he wants to be a rest from my struggles my challenges he wants this to be a place without disturbance to be in his lap, and he tells me that he is with me wherever I go, and that his love will endure forever, and that I need not fear. I hear myself wanting to respond. Do unto me according to your will because I sense his kindness and goodness and that he made a promise with me, with his church, to be there, to stand by us, to stand by me, to be a rock. to bring salvation that as bad as it sometimes is there will be a way out and he will be with me through it and as St. Paul says in Romans he will strengthen us and I feel all of that love, kindness, strength, goodness, peace, safety, delight, in his arms. And we're gonna slide over and I'm gonna start the readings now. The first reading is from the second book of Samuel. When King David was settled in his palace the Lord had given him rest from his enemies on every side. He said to Nathan the prophet, Here I am, living in a house of cedar, while the ark of God dwells in a tent. Nathan answered the king, Go, do whatever you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that the night the Lord spoke to Nathan and said, Tell my servant David, Thus says the Lord, should you build me a house to dwell in. It was I who took you from the pasture and from the care of the flock to be commander of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you went. And I have destroyed all your enemies before you. And I will make you famous like the great ones of the earth I will fix a place for my people Israel. I will plant them so that they may dwell in their place without further disturbance. Neither shall the wicked continue to afflict them as they did of old. Since that the time I first appointed judges over my people Israel, I will give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord also reveals to you that he will establish a house for you. And when your time comes and the rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your heir after you sprung from your loins and I will make his kingdom firm. I will be a father to him and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall endure forever before me. Your throne shall stand firm forever. Psalm 89 Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. The promises of the Lord I will sing forever. Through all generations my mouth shall proclaim your faithfulness. For you have said, My kingdom is established forever. In heaven you have confirmed your faithfulness. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant. Forever will I confirm your posterity and establish your throne for all generations. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. He shall say of me, you are my father, my rock, my God, my savior. Forever I will maintain my kindness toward him, and my covenant with him stands firm. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. Second reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 16. Brothers and sisters, to him who can strengthen you, according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery kept secret for long ages, but now manifested through the prophetic writings and, according to the command of the eternal God, made known to all nations to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God. Through Jesus Christ be glory forever and ever. Amen. The Gospel is from saint luke chapter one the angel gabriel was sent from god to a town of galilee called nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named joseph of the house of david and the virgin's name was mary and coming to her he said hail full of grace the lord is with you but she was greatly troubled at what she what was said and pondered and the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible for God, Mary said. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. And so we just return to our prayer time. And if you are able like me to sit in the Father's lap or in some other way, connect with, with God the Father through our meditation. I wanna just bask in that a little bit more knowing his great love. We want to thank him, thank him for bringing us this peace. Thank us for giving us this comfort and consolation, this affirmation. And although he is so very strong, so very firm, so very powerful. He is warm, gentle, kind. All right, well, this ends our time together for Hear the Word. I look forward to uh, to uh, next week, and uh, this is the fourth Sunday of Advent, and so I'm wishing you uh, Happy preparation for the coming of our Lord. And I I pray that you'll have uh, safe travels if you're traveling and uh, time to really be present rather than to be too busy. It's my prayer for all of you. All right, so we'll see you over at Be With the Word where we'll discuss fatherhood and what it means to be a good father, what it means to be a good man. Till then, be still, believe be loved.